Welcome to the Disrupt or Die podcast, brought to you by JPay. Hi, and welcome to the first ever Disrupt or Die podcast. My name is James, and we'll go around the room and tell you who is part of this podcast. So, to my left, we have... Mira. Melissa. Kerim. Jasper. Hassan. And Liam. There you go. And we make up less than half of the JPay team. We're not going to really talk about JPay too much. If you want to know more about us, then you can just go to our website, jpayagency.com, soon to be changed. We'll talk about that in another show. So what is this podcast about? Well, it's about us telling you what a brand is and how to build one. And I think the really interesting thing is that we're going to be discussing the things that we do to help brands build brands and rejuvenate brands. And interestingly enough, I think we're going to discuss the things that we do that don't work as well, because not everything we do works. And no company, especially any brand agency, will tell you uh, that everything they do works. So some things may work for you. Some things might not. Hopefully this podcast is going to be a ray of sunshine when it comes to the latest trends, especially on social. So that's Jasper and... Yeah. There you go. We love it when she says her name. (laughs) Feel free to meme that. (laughs) And for this first ever show, what we're going to do is we're going to discuss what a brand is. Because so many people get confused as to what a brand is. In fact, we can just do a simple exercise. So, Mira, in a few words, what is a brand? Don't give the real answer. Give the answer you gave a year and a half ago. Oh, um, anything that you want to buy. Is a brand. Melissa, what do you think a brand is? Something that gives people emotion and feeling. That's nearer the answer. We were hoping we'd get to the answer when we got to a high-pitched one over here. (laughs) Kareem, what's what's a brand? Um, the real answer? No, no. Oh, the, 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 the idea of a brand that you thought of before you joined us. A brand is uh, like a family of products, I would say. Right. Jasper? Selling a name. Selling a name? Well, I'm, not, I'm like the least marketeering person here, so <laughs> uh, a brand to me is something that just, it's a product. It, it's something that you're selling or you're buying it. That's all it is to me, actually. And Lynn, tell us what a brand actually is. A brand is the personality behind the, a service or a product which gives you some sort of emotion or a relationship with that uh, company or with that service or product. Perfect. And as we say at JPay, a brand exists when? You, you drive meaning it. from it. When you draw meaning from it, yeah. So... Uh, when you draw positive meaning from it, I would say, because if you're drawing negative meaning from any brand, then it's not really a sustainable brand. Exactly. The thing is, most people believe that a brand is either a logo or... Like color palette. A color or the product. Or the product itself, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. I mean, Jasper, why do people queue up outside Apple for days on end waiting for the new iPhone? I'll never understand that part, but please go ahead. Your name's not Jasper. Exactly. (laughs) Because Apple has not only met the needs of their consumers, but they made it an emotional thing for them. It's an emotional connection. Yeah. Because not only do they, or what I believe, not only do they feel that it's a bit of a status symbol to own an iPhone, 
More or less, yeah. But they feel that they're connected with Apple in some way. And it's something that I personally can't feel. I just won't feel it. But something I say to everyone is that I will always, and this is hypocritical of me, I was about to say that I always wear Nike trainers. Lynn has a point. I'm not wearing, I'm wearing Adidas right now. But I will always, <laughs> I will always, I didn't buy these, but I will always buy Nike trainers. I know the reason why is I looked into it. Uh, I'll talk about that maybe on another show. But it's the connection that you have with that brand. And you keep going back to it because... Just do it. And? So why do you keep going back? Why do you keep going to the same brand? What What is it? What's... Sentimental. So there's many things, right? So one of them is sentiment. Mm. And the other thing may be... But sentiment is, is built around how you feel and how they make you feel. The other thing I would say is the actual product or service itself. The other thing is, I said it earlier, it's the status. So, wow, look at me. I have this thing, and so I, I feel special. Any other reasons why you think? Yeah, maybe the brand actually makes you feel that you need it in order to develop your life or live in a more uh, a better lifestyle, for example. This is what Apple is doing. It makes you, it makes you want to believe that you need their products. Exactly. And... What was your other point that you were going to say? Oh, that was it. Right, okay. You can tell this is the first ever podcast <laughs> of our company. I'll never give up my Apple. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's also reliability at some point. Because Apple has built this entire system. If you equip your office and your home with Apple products, you can access anything anywhere so seamlessly and easily. So, yeah, In addition to that, I feel like a brand gives you some sort of promise as in like it promises you to give you the same exact product maybe every time or service or not the exact same service or product but a more enhanced product a more enhanced uh, experience with it innovative so you jasper and lynn you did some research on brands you want to share something with us you looked at so yeah i was um reading about coca-cola and how they started in the late 1800s, they sold about nine bottles in a year. But in 2010, they sold over 1.7 trillion bottles. Wow. That's mm-hmm. about 206 bottles for every single person to consume every day in oh London. My God. And they were able to do that simply by tapping into people's emotions. Making you feel like you need this brand in your house because it's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel complete. It's family timer. However, if we're going to take the Coca-Cola as that Coca-Cola example, I mean they were because we all know like certain brands that just replace a product. For example, Kleenex. Kleenex is actually a brand that replaced facial tissues, but like Coca-Cola wasn't able to replace the soda level. Why do you think that happened? Are you so jealous of Coca-Cola? Yes, I am. They, they have their success, <laughs> just admit it. They have a success, of course. But well, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think soda? Pepsi. Pepsi. Or Coca-Cola. <laughs> or Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> Mine's Coke, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. I think longevity, though, plays a role. Because like we grew up with Coca-Cola. Pepsi didn't really... I'm showing my age now, but Pepsi didn't really come into it. Even though they were... Both companies came around at the same time, I think. Mm. Pepsi, in the UK especially, didn't really make its massive entrance until they, until they started 
really spending a lot on marketing. Like whenever we went to someone's house in London, it was Coke that they had. Coca-Cola was that red bottle with a fancy writing. Pepsi was, I don't know, it may be one in 10 houses we would see it. But then what they did, that late shift uh, in the 90s where they then started to hire a lot of influencers before Mm. there was such a word. Most of you were kids in nappies in the 90s. I wasn't. And and so, or some of you weren't even born, right? Yeah. And so what they would do is they would hire massive stars. I believe Michael Jackson was one of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they turned to, uh, I remember Destiny's Child in the very early 2000s when they were big. And so they were hiring... Um, sports stars and music stars and they were a- appealing to the younger audience because okay. the younger audience at the end of the day could afford to buy Pepsi it's not like buying an Apple iPhone right yeah. and so then you started to see it a lot more so that's interesting the fact that the longevity of a brand and how a brand can diversify itself and who its target market is is something that's really really interesting so there's something I want to point here is that Okay, although Coca-Cola has done some great marketing campaigns and great marketing techniques, you shouldn't base uh, you shouldn't like base your thoughts on a brand as the service or the product because let's face it, the product is just some water, sugar, additives, whatever like they have in the soda. So it can we can just do it right now and do it right here, but the amount of marketing campaigns and marketing techniques Pepsi and Coca-Cola have done to get where they are now. This is amazing. This is, like, it's amazing. I think most of their so, budgets are spent on it. Yeah, exactly. So it's not it's not always just about the product or the service. That's the branding. Yeah. And so how do you feel? Like, if I was to say to you, in fact, you can ask me this question. If someone was to say to me, James, what is the difference between Coke and Pepsi? Can you taste it? Personally, I can't. I, I know a lot of people that can't, Coca-Cola. but some people can. So what sweeter. do you think? So Coke sweeter. Melissa, yeah. what would you say? Uh, there's no difference. You can't taste the difference. No. Yeah. I actually think Pepsi is sweeter. That's no. why I prefer Coca-Cola. Yeah? Uh, I stopped drinking I, I do. St- uh, I, I think that uh, Coca-Cola is sweeter. It is. Yeah. But to a certain extent, they all taste more or less the same. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They're all the same. Exactly. Yeah, mm. it's all the same thing, right? I mean, they can... Uh, they can clear rust off of a nail mm-hmm. if you leave it in there for a day or two. But we seem to drink it. Well, I don't. Melissa and I have stopped. You too? I don't know. Okay, I've great. stopped for almost two months now. Good. We're healthy people. <laughs> Except for me. So we're not supporting Pepsi or Coke. But we're talking about <laughs> Tell us about McDonald's. Yeah. Would you like me to talk about it? So as you guys know, McDonald's have always been the same. It has always had the same logo, the same colors. As you can see, it's the yellow color, the red color, a bit of a white color. So they have been consistent in all the marketing stuff they have been doing all, for all along, except for the slogans. Like the recent slogan is, I'm loving it. However, they previously had another other slogans in the past, but they all come around around the same idea, which is giving people some sort of comfort when they have their food, some sort of, uh, as, we, as we were saying, this emotional connection, because I want to repeat this, the product is the same throughout the product is the same throughout maybe McDonald's and Burger King and other fast food restaurant chains to a certain extent. No, yes, no. Extent. Listen, for the product bro- isn't healthy. It's, it's for a fast food connoisseur like yourself, you would you would argue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd have to argue. Yeah. 
because if if we are going to just generalize like that, it's wrong. Because if we are going to compare uh, Burger King and McDonald's, yes, they fall under the same umbrella, but they have two completely different emotional connections to the people. Do they? But this yes. Burger King is supposed to feel like connection. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. you, know, you know all the 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 marketing that happens between like. Why dine with a clown when you can dine with a king? Mm, I yeah, like this. That, so th- that is like one of the slow, uh, slogans that uh, Burger King uh, implements. So the emotional connection from Burger King is usually one of superiority. While McDonald's is more of, uh, I'm loving it. So it's just as it is. But that's so it's as, a, more... as I am. Ensures what Lane was saying. But, yeah. but, it but all this... falls along the same idea, which is both fast food companies are giving people this emotional connection. And that's but what they're two different, two different companies. Like, but that is always tries to It doesn't matter. Yeah. The emotional connect, the emotion you feel is the same. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's the point. Are you happy eating their food? Regardless of if their food is healthy for you, <laughs> healthy for your body, whatever. Do you feel happy consuming their food? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> this is because they are consistent with the with first of all their personality, their branding, and second of all, they are very consistent with their taste. They promise you that we'll give you the exact same taste you'll go and taste it anywhere with the same taste. Except sure. for some countries where you can add like maybe some more additional spices, maybe in India. Each country has their own personalized meals. Like if you go to India, yeah. let's say you find like ninety percent of their burgers are spicy. Exactly. And you think they're gonna send us free meals? In Germany you can give you beers instead of Pepsi. <laughs> And the Coke, yeah. Pepsi, Coke, and McDonald's. We're open to sponsorship. We talked about Burger King. We love you. <laughs> so what else, when you when you think about a brand, and if you're going to build one from scratch, what is it that you think you should do first? Maybe I'm putting all of you on the spot. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you have a product, and I like to talk about kettles, let's say you have a kettle and you want to sell your kettles. What is it you're going to do for a brand? I mean, how would you, first of all, position it? What is it that you do first? In fact, let's if, if we have any listeners, then what they can do is they can tell us via our social channels, right? And um, we'll tell you about those, those a bit later on. But what you can do is write into us and tell us at this point, so like 14 minutes in, 15 minutes in, what you think or what you would have done to pitch your brand or how you would position it. So who can answer that question? It's a bit of a tough one, but how do you think you can position your brand or what should you do to position your brand? Remember, you are selling kettles right now. So obviously you're selling it to people who want to heat up water to make make a tea or coffee, right? So the first thing that you need to know is who's your target audience. Exactly. And that's always the thing that you look for. Who who, who is going to buy this thing? Who's going to like this thing? And then once you can sort of drill down into who is going to like this thing, then Jasper, do you want to continue? Um, after you find who your audience is exactly, you need to build a profile for them. Like, break down their personality. So you can know exactly how to emotionally reach them. And from there, you start building your strategy. You start coming up with your slogans. Like, it's always a good time to put the kettle on or something like that. Exactly um, not bad. <laughs> That's quick. It's my job. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you just need to find the emotional connection. Yeah, maybe even before that, try to find 
try to do some competitor analysis to find your points of parity and your points of difference so that when you find your points of difference you can try to differentiate the cattle you have because uh, we'll be like if you have a brand of cattle it'll be more more or less the same as another brand of cattle but what is this thing that differentiates you hold on to that and create your strategy based on that because at jpay our slogan is disrupt or die <laughs> yeah there you go that's the name of the podcast mm. and it is that because like we love it if a client comes to us and they've got some super duper neat idea for their kettle let's say which is super innovative and no one's ever seen before i don't know let's just say they've got like a spherical kettle like completely spherical and what it does it heats all up super quickly using like renewable energy sources and blah 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 then what we would do is we would say right okay well you're clearly targeting people who are green conscious and you know earth conscious and and so there you go so we already know that these are the people that we have to target we know that these people are normally the people that want to buy superfoods which means they're willing to buy it to spend a bit more money and so we can then come up with some various price points and we can go forward that way what else would we look at with regards to creating a brand you've all done it so what do you what do we do what can we tell the listener that we can do what they can do when positioning their brand go ahead your name has to be very important you want people to remember your name. You want people to use your name, not just as a brand name, but as a word. Like we do every day. Google it, Skype me. Exactly. And that's very important because once you do that, your brand will never be forgotten. Exactly. So if if any of you have watched the film The Founder, I really advise you to watch it. It's the it's the story about how McDonald's came came about. Um when I can't remember his name now, I should know it. But Ronald McDonald. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was the Mac, it was the McDonald's brothers who yeah. who started the brand, who started this fast food craze, which wasn't around, and that was their innovation. The fact that you didn't have to wait half an hour, they actually created fast food. McDonald's was the first fast food joint in the world. Wow, I didn't know. That. Yeah, and so I advise you to watch the founder. Mm. It's a fantastic film. Yeah. And so what happened was when they were when they were basically taken over underhandedly, let's say, the guy could have changed their name, but he didn't because he said it's an all American name. It's like American families will feel, you know, McDonald's and that's the way that he, you know, that's how he says it is. We know this, we trust this name. Because he had the chance to change it. And in fact the lawyers were saying to him, change the name. No, he didn't want to. Because of what it meant. So the name is very, very important. Then we come to a colour palette. So we have what we call psychology of colours. And I strongly advise you to Google some of the colours and the psychology behind them. Because you'll be quite surprised as to why some brands use the colours they do. So, KK, yeah. why do we use red and a very dark charcoal? If I put you on the spot completely. Uh, that's okay. So red, uh, I believe we use red because of uh, passion. So it's a very passionate color. Uh, it's also a very uh, attention-grabbing color. And contrast that with the charcoal, that makes it you know, even more uh, attention-grabbing. Um, so I think that's why. And that's why. And so whenever choosing a color palette, I think that you really need to look at the psychology of colours, don't just select colours that you like because that might not be the best way to go. But um, select colours which fit into what your product or service is and 
um, depending on who is going to buy your product or service, what are the type of colors that they're going to look for? Okay, remember, you're not buying your own brand. Other people are buying it. Don't sell to yourself, sell to them. This is one of the key things that we say to all clients. Uh, many of them don't seem to understand that and they seem to just say, no, but I like this. Well, you know what? We're not selling to 55-year-old men. We're selling to four-year-old girls. So, you know, we're not going to do what you like. We're going to do what the market tells us. And so that's super important too. So we've been going for about 20 minutes or so. What do you think, guys? What else can we add to brands? Melissa, you've said so much in this show. (laughs) Is there anything that you want to say? So Melissa has literally just joined us. You've been here for a month now. Not even. Not even a month? So next week, I think, is a month, right? Probably, yeah. Okay. And what would you say that you've learned? Because you're in the communications team, so you're a copywriter. And what would you say that you've learned with regards to writing our journals or slash blog posts? Content is so important. And um, it's the way that you deliver your message. That's that's gonna. It's enough for people to either stay on your page or whether it's your social media page or your website that's what's going to make them stay or leave if you don't deliver the right message in the proper way people will just leave and you can't bore people oh my god please don't ever bore people with your content don't repeat stuff over and over again and just deliver your messages the the right way and people will just always enjoy your content and content is king yeah we like to say content is god at jp (laughs) yeah but it is it's, it's all-encompassing. It's what it is. And I think the next show, I think we'll talk about content, mm-hmm. written content, visual content, and all other forms of content. I think it's a nice way to go. And we'll cover the different sides of content. So if you do want to get in touch with the show, then what you can do is you can reach out via email, the old-fashioned way, so podcast at jpayagency.com. And you can find us on all of our social platforms. So you can search for JP on Jasper and Lynn, tell us. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, we're there. Right, and we're also going to have this podcast available on YouTube too. We're going to have one once a week, one show once a week. And we would love it if you guys set the agenda. So that's the listeners. So if you said to us, we would love you to talk about this subject, then we'll definitely do it. We'll do some research and we'll look into it. And most of these shows are evergreen, so you can listen to them back in about a year or two and they'll still be all right. But sometimes we are going to touch upon some subjects which are trending. I think it's important that we do that too. And um, other than that, anything else to add, guys? Mm, I think we touched upon everything. I don't have anything at least. you, you, You keep saying you're not a marketeer. So what we're going to do is we're going to discuss what everyone does here. There's still quite a few people that aren't on the show, but over the weeks we'll be adding them to to the actual show. So Mira, what is it you do? I'm a copywriter here at JPEG. And when did you start? I'm the first employee actually. (laughs) I've been here for like a year and four months now. Yeah, so not far from a year and a half. Mm. And what have you found interesting, by the way? We're not trying to big ourselves up, but what have you learned? Okay, um, to be really honest, I think the best thing about JP here is that there's so much to learn. And I, I love this because, especially with marketing, everything's happening on the spot and it's uh, very up-to-date. So you have to stay on your toes and keep up with everything that's happening. You just have to be so upbeat like that. And it's always like that here at JP. 
which is fun, I think, right? Yeah, so like, much fun. Time flies. Melissa, what have you what have you found? Your office really can be your home, and the people here you work with can actually become family. Everyone here is amazing. Everyone. And, um And I can't wait to continue my journey here. Perfect. Well, we love it that you're here. <laughs> KK, you've been here for nearly a year, right? I'm a bit of an OG. By now, as old as me. So I'm part of the visuals team, uh, and uh, I'm a graphic designer. So you you bring to life the messaging that that we put <laughs> on the page, and you will bring to life websites, web pages, and even web applications. Yes, I make sure the content you put out is looking its best and well translated <laughs> and everything. So. Hey. <laughs> also, I think you guys you work on the UX and UI side as yes. well. Which is like super super important that that's that's done properly because again if the user has a terrible experience it doesn't matter how great your website looks if it's an awful experience then you've got issues mm-hmm. so that's something that we um, always try to make sure that we get right Jasper you're a bit of a newbie as well you head the social team it hasn't been a month yet no but I can totally repeat what Miro said and what Melissa said. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say one thing, though. I can't wait to overwork all of you in my upcoming social projects. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. It's Bring on. it on. <laughs> <laughs> Hass, um, what do you do? Well, I'm the second employee at the JP Technical here. And uh, I started off as the um, uh, market analyst because most of our clients... Not to divulge any kind of information. Uh, yeah. So anyway, currently <laughs> <laughs> we just censored that bit. Yeah. yeah, we're not going to talk about any of our clients unless our clients are actually on the show. We won't talk about them. I don't think it's right to do that. Um, I think soon we'll start releasing some case studies, and we can, uh, you know, Tell talk you about yeah, t- talk about our clients there. But until they're, you know, I'm not happy to discuss our clients. Not right so, now. So, anyway. Right. My role here is the general manager, and I oversee everything here. Well, next to James, of course, but I oversee everybody else, making sure everybody's job is being done. That's basically my job here. And you're an advocate for Pepsi. Of course. <laughs> and McDonald's. And McDonald's, right, okay. And Lynn, so you, you're you technically an intern, although we don't view you as one. So how, you've been here for how long now? I've been here for like around two months. So your internship is coming to an end soon. Mm. Oh, I wonder what's in store. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, how, and how do you feel? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to repeat what the others previously said, but I want to emphasize on something that JPay is a great learning environment. In addition to being a great learning environment, it's a very positive environment to actually work in. Um, I'm a very positive person. I spread positive vibes all the time. However, I feel like Hassan doesn't like that too much because he's a very pessimistic person. He looks well, at Well, somebody needs to counteract all the positivity here. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, very, it's a very loving environment here. Everyone is great and you can learn as much as you want here. You can never stop learning at JP. Well, that's the plan. That's your turn. You should tell us what you do here at JP. Exactly. Well, I do. I, I sit here. <laughs> Who look, are you? Who are I you? I sit here and look pretty. Oh, <laughs> of course you do. We'll save that for another show. So you can find the show on, I believe, 
if Acast aren't lying, every single podcast directory on earth, so that includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible. Anagami. Where? Anagami. Anagami. Yeah. Who's that? Right, okay. Spotify for the Middle East. And um, yeah, on Dogcatcher and Podcast Addict, which are really big Android podcast uh, apps. And we're going to be putting this out on YouTube, which I think is good because there's some people that don't want to listen to podcasts. I'd rather just have it on while they're working. And uh, that's it. But what we do want is for you to send in your questions. If you are stuck on anything, we are going to start having some Q&As when um, we've got enough questions that come in because this is the first show. So right now, there's just us listening to it. Mm -hmm. But when we've got more people listening to it and we've got quite a few questions in, then we will do some Q&As and we will answer every single question that comes in unless we get thousands of them in which case we won't um but you know we'll cross that bridge when we come to it so that's it say your goodbyes lynn do you want to say goodbye i want to say goodbye the last one please you want to say love <laughs> yeah. okay fine that's fine mira goodbye guys bye-bye bye okay enjoy cheers everyone see ya stay tuned for the next podcast <laughs> you should have you seen my hand <laughs> right see you later guys bye like review and spread the love by sharing this podcast with anyone who's looking to boost their brand